just Randy. Number five, the Saskatchewan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, man. Uh, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Today, we have a very special guest for you guys on this special edition. Yeah, that we do. Uh, this man needs no introduction. He's been here before. He knows his business. He knows what he's about. The one, the only, the, the toy hunter. What is happening? What's, What's going on, fellas? Not yeah. much, man. I'm ready to, to, to get it rolling. Of course, man. We already know. Uh, so basically, we, we're doing this special edition pod because you kind of talked to us about the things with ROH and with WWE. Mm-hmm. And we were like, look, if we do this special edition, we got to have you on because you, you're the one who brought it to our attention. You're the one who told us about it. So... If we're gonna do a shoot, we gotta have the we gotta have the champ on here. So <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah, we were like, we we gotta have D on here because a lot has happened in the last like what week, week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, week, yeah, week, and, week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, it, it's it's been nuts. Yeah, it, it's definitely been a wild one. So uh I guess we might as well just dive right in because yeah. Uh, as, as, Go ahead. Let's Go. let's get into the uh, ROH stuff. Uh, yeah. Would you like to tell everybody what happened with ROH, and then we'll we'll get into some talking points. Yeah. So, um, if you guys don't know, uh, just recently ROH basically, I don't know if they're going broke or if they're just trying to do a whole revamp. Like maybe they're trying to be the next NXT 2.0, but. They said, come next year, everyone is getting released. Like, not not just a majority, not just half of the roster. Everyone is being let go from their contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I have a, a, a reveal for you guys. Because mm-hmm. for the listeners, uh, I don't know if this is going up on YouTube, but... Um, I, I dressed for the occasion, Ooh. because this is, oh, this is uh, we're talking. This is mainly two two topics, both about releases, um, and it just so happens that my outfit aligned perfectly for the topics we're talking about today. Uh, are you guys ready for the reveal? Right, row. Yeah. Give Bring it to it us, on. Guys. Check this out. Just, just give it to us. Uh, Keith Lee in uh, uh, yeah. shape. Dress for, oh, the occasion, dress for the occasion. Um, so so I think the first question really is uh do you think ROH is coming back? Uh Duke, you wanna you wanna lead off? Uh I want ROH to come back because I think as far as indie companies go, they're like within the last since the COVID era. They've been one of the better indie companies. They've been one of the better companies in general. So I want ROH to come back. I hope they can come back. But I'm at the point where I don't understand why you were why you're letting everyone go. 
especially given the talent that you have. And some of the talent you have is some of the best talent in the world. Like you have Jay, you have Jonathan Grisham, you have Dalton Castle. Like you have some of the best talent. You have the Briscoes. I don't understand why you're letting everyone go. Like I hope they come back because they they're great, but it's like a double-edged sword situation. I can agree, um, but I will. I gotta make this point. When AEW first started. And shout out to my cousin, Damien. And this is an exact quote from him. Somebody was going to have to take the fall. And it just so happened to be Ring of Honor. Because if you kind of go through the, uh, the history of Ring of Honor in the last, probably say, five years, it's been, you could kind of see the downfall of eight, eight not eight, you could kind of see the downfall of Ring of Honor. You got to think half the roster at one point in time, matter of fact, the most popular stable in the history of NXT all came from from Ring of Honor. Some of the more popular wrestlers that Ring of Honor's ever had in their roster, like a CM Punk, like a Daniel Bryant, uh, Daniel Bryan, like a Kevin Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, all came from from Ring of Honor. You you could you could see it coming. It was just a matter of when. Yeah. And like like my cousin said, he said somebody was going to have somebody was going to have to take the fall, and it just so happened to be Ring of Honor. Now. I've been to several Ring of Honor shows and I really enjoy their really enjoy what they do as far as like an in-ring product. I just hate that <clears throat> we're at a point now where we as wrestling fans we're questioning ourselves like are we getting ready to see the downfall of a third major wrestling promotion in our lifetime? Yeah. Um, go ahead, dude. Well, no, I, I was, I was basically, I was gonna say, I agree with you on that. It's, I, I don't want to see Ring of Honor take the downfall. Like maybe it's just biased because Ring of Honor is, like their 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 vast majority of their audience is a northeastern audience. It's like the northeastern part of the country. They're big in New York. They're big in Philadelphia. They're big in Jersey. They're big in like, uh, Maryland. Like that, that general demographic. And, I give you that. I give you that. And maybe it's the biased person in me because you know we're from that area. We, they're like the closest promotion to us that's home since ECW. Right. And, okay. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. And it sucked when ECW took their downfall. That's why I'm like, damn. Like if Ring of Honor has to take a downfall too, that's really gonna suck because that's two promotions that. Are in our demographic, yeah. That fell. That that's why I'm like I understand what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying. But if Ring of Honor has to be the one to take the downfall, it's gonna suck because, like you said, they put out great product. It's just 
somebody has to somebody was gonna lose at the end of the day. Well, before uh, we uh, went live or whatever, I was uh, doing a little bit of research, more research on this this Ring of Honor thing, and uh, according to some websites, the Ring of Honor library is up for sale. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm I at first when the news broke, I had thought that maybe WWE was going to buy the library, but because I know they were kind of after the Impact Library when that was a thing. Yeah. But it's becoming more apparent to me, and I'll get into it later when we talk about the WWE stuff. Um, it's becoming more apparent to me that I don't think they're looking to buy anything else. So it might, and it, it, and it really benefits AEW more from a streaming standpoint to buy the ROH library. Um, but to go back a little bit before that, um, I also think it would be terrible to see ROH be the one to, to go down after this. Um, and I, I understand what you say. I never thought about it. Like, uh, you said it before D, but that somebody eventually would have to end up taking this, this, uh, fall from everything that happened. And, um, I hate that it would have to be them. Because to me, they mean so much to the business uh, and the industry. Oh, yeah. Um, and it would just, it's its like if you ever found out NWA was going out of business. Like, it's, it's not something that would surprise you per se if certain things happen. But it would still be heartbreaking because... NWA is one of those huge pillars of wrestling. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, big facts. Yeah, and another thing that that's, I think, killing me about this this uh, Ring of Honor, you know, release is, what about uh, Sinclair Broadcasting? Like, where, where do they come into this? Mm-hmm. And also, again, as I was doing research, um, and I, I want to pose this question. Would you, let's say Ring of Honor does stay where they are. Would you book the talent that you are going to have coming in on a match by match basis? Or do you try to fill out a roster? Mm. See, now this, this, I, um, I had a question about this. Wasn't there another promotion that started doing um, like a pay by show? Like they didn't have anybody securely under contract and they were only going to pay them per appearance. Um, the, the difficulty with that is you can't really plan long term, right? Yeah, because um, I mean, you got to think about it. You know, your champions. What about your, your world champion, your, your peer champion, your tag champions? They just... It just signed a whole entire women's division. They just re, you know, revamped and brought back their women's division. Now that's done. Like it's it's confusing. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I think I think personally, we not this not to take a wrestler's theme song and use it as a point, but 
we should have seen the writing on the wall. Like, we, I got to use the Jeff Hardy song. We, we should have seen the writing on the wall and it went over our heads. Mm. Um, take the Briscoes. Like you just said, they, they, they just re-signed a whole women's division. They just revamped everything. The Briscoes just went to GCW and yeah. won the tag titles. titles. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess this was in the works for a minute and they just decided now to bring it out. Um, because the Briscoes literally just jumped to another promotion. They won the tag titles in another promotion. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the Briscoes are set. Like they already have a place a to go. A fallback. Yeah. Like they yeah, already got they, a they have a place to go. But that leaves your women, your entire women's division, and that leaves the rest of the roster. Yeah. And, and go ahead, go ahead, dude. Yeah, and and that's where it gets tricky because, like, you have some people that are gonna get grabbed as soon as you know the contracts are up, as soon as the year ends. Like Jonathan Grisham, he's gonna get grabbed. He's probably gonna go to Impact with his girl Jordan Grace. Um. Uh, Jay Lethal is probably going to wind up going either back to Impact or he's going to go to AEW. It's just, it's a tricky situation. And then the, um, like you said, do you go by match by match or do you go and sign a whole roster and have them on contract for a certain amount of time? Me personally, I'd rather have my roster down pat instead of doing a match by match because, you know, you're, like you said, your champions are going to get, it's going to get tricky when you have a world champion, when you have a pure champion tag champs, it's going to get tricky because if you do a match by match and let's say, let's say you make uh, Jonathan Grisham your world champion and you do it match by match. If he gets, I don't want to say if he gets too big for his britches, but if he does get too big for his britches and he wants more money and they don't want to give it to him, you kind of have a spot where, all right, we already made him the world champion, but he doesn't want to wrestle any more matches. So how do we explain and how do we go about getting a new world champion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's going to get tricky. I, I'd rather see them actually secure a roster like they did before. I mean, that's that's just my opinion. And I get in these like financial times in the position that they're in, they probably have to operate under like a very um car by car basis uh depending especially depending on the rebrand and the direction and whatever they want to do but it i agree like they will have to they'll have to be very particular about the people they include in the promotion then right and it it is Mm -hmm. definitely gonna have to take a step back then right because yeah you can't really hold and this this is the part that would really um, really kind of makes you think is they might have to really take a step back in what it means to be an ROH if that's the case. Mm-hmm. And, an- and another thing with ROH, if you go back and look through their you know their history, especially over like the last ten years. You know, this is a company that was, you know, had a, you know, a, a working deal with New Japan, which benefited everybody. It benefited the wrestlers and it benefited the fans. And we got a lot of great matches out of that. Mm-hmm. But the last like big thing that ever 
really happened to Ring of Honor and then it was just all gone was when the Elite was there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, they were the, the last, like, big, big thing there. And then once, you know, AEW got started, they were all gone. That's true. That was a big... Um, and I think that's overlooked, too. That was a big dent in um, the industry, period, kind of, when AEW started, because they kind of... Um, and I think now they reverse-engineered this, but they kind of... Thanos their way into becoming a company because they kind of took everybody good from everywhere else. Colossal monster of a company. Um, that that is actually one way to put it. That that is a good analogy, Steve. <laughs> and it and it put a dent in every other company that they took these giant names from. Um, and they were le- they were all kind of left to rebuild, but I think now they're like now it's in kind of working in kind of a reverse motion because they're working with all the other indie companies they took people from. So now, right. now it's like yeah. now now they're kind of giving back, but um, that is essentially what they did, and it might it I don't know I feel like it might leave ROH in a in a serious position where if they have to not grab the people that kind of embody what the company's about um, because they'll be too big. Mm-hmm. It kind of leaves them get, like at an NXT kind of place where they're, they can still have quality wrestling, but it won't be with the people that you... It won't be with the with the names that you would normally associate. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it just wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they'll literally become... Like, like they were already kind of a developmental place for talent, but they will literally just be a development. That's all they'll be known for at the end of the day after this is just a developmental place. It'll be a place to start out. It won't be a place to make a career. Right. Like, like certain talent that have been there for, I don't want to say a decade. I don't, that that's too long of a stretch, but like for the last five years, that like there's certain talent that have been there for five years and made their name there and they're great anywhere they go, but they just choose to be there. Like Grisham, mm-hmm. Grisham is great anywhere he goes. He can go to AEW, he can go to WWE, he can go to AEW, but he's just known as being great and he's a Ring of Honor guy. It's right. like, it's 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 weird. It is. Yeah. What well, we'll here let to to. To kind of pass this off, why don't we? Uh, who do you think the library is going to go to? First of all, I mean, I feel like it's obvious, but me personally, I think it's going to go to AEW. I hope it goes to AEW. the The best case scenario is for it to go to AEW, in my opinion, because like I get WWE has Ring of Honor guys, like they got Seth, they got Kevin Owens, they got. Uh, Cesaro, like they have Ring of Honor guys, but I think AEW is going to be the better place for it to go, like because they have Ring of Honor guys too, but they're going to know how to use it in the right way. And the Ring of Honor guys that WWE has, the library is not going to benefit them in any way. Like you can show Seth Rollins and stuff from Ring of Honor, but 
it's not going to benefit him because because of how they book people already. Like his Ring of Honor library isn't going to help any anyone. Uh, Cesaro's Ring of Honor library is probably some of the best stuff that'll benefit anyone, and it's not going to help him because of how they book people. AEW will at least have the Young Bucks stuff. They'll have Adam Cole stuff. They'll have Daniel Bryan stuff, and they'll show it and uh, display it in a way that it can benefit Ring of Honor. It can benefit uh, AEW, and it can benefit the talent itself. WWE is not really going to benefit anyone. It's just going to show how great he was here and how not so great he is with us. Mm. I think I agree with Duke. I think it will go to AEW and just agree with everything he said. But I also got to add this. At some point, I believe AEW will get a streaming service and that would that would be like the the one that will will you in? It's like, oh, you think we you think you like our AEW library? Well, check this out. We also have the Ring of Honor library as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, what like, I, oh, yeah, oh, here eight bucks a month, and people are gonna flock to it. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I feel like um, honestly, they probably shouldn't start a streaming service until they get Ring of Honor's library, because in a lot of ways, if you give it time probably a year's time um most of the people that are and even now really uh most of the people that are staples and synonymous with ring of honor will be in AEW and without ring of honor there would be no AEW mm-hmm. uh, so in a way it, it's almost their library anyway because they wouldn't be here without um, all in. They wouldn't be here without the Young Bucks and the ROH. Um, and true, the Young Bucks were an impact too, but no one's looking at Generation Me like that was the best thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but but if Kevin Owens goes there, um, Daniel Bryan being in AEW, Adam Cole being in AEW, like it kind of tells the story of where these people were anyway. So uh, it kind of has the perfect foundation uh, if they acquired the Ring of Honor library. So, I mean, you, the only thing you'd be missing is Kenny Omega, but, you know, New Japan has their own stream, streaming service, so, that, you know, it's... it's right. So, does that help? Yeah, and as far as the, uh, the library goes for talent, really, if WWE was to get it, the only person that I think people should see it on, like, um, the only... Ring of Honor like stuff that they should see for their talent is Cesaro because you figure he was what the ROH champ for a little over a year, a year and some change maybe. Mm-hmm. And he was the man. He had a better, in my opinion, a better Ring of Honor career than a WWE career. So that would probably be the only beneficial thing for them. Yeah, like that's just my opinion. Um, and I feel like everyone else they could possibly use it for is leaving. So, 
<laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It also Literally. would be very beneficial for that point because they only they really would kind of just be showcasing all the competition's talent if they acquired the yeah. library too. It'd be really mm-hmm. kind of detrimental to them. Um, like if, if if Kevin Owens is going to go, there's no reason to get yeah, <laughs> the library for that. No, you, yeah, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, because if, if you if you were gonna buy the Ring of Honor library for your talent in WWE, you should have did it three years ago. Yeah, it, it would almost Big be facts. a criticism. Um, it, it would it would add because then people would go back and be like, "Oh wow, Samoa Joe was that good, and y'all cut him and never gave him a belt." Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's gonna look bad. It's gonna look bad. It's not gonna be a good look. Like Samoa Joe was your champ for two years. He was unbeaten. He beat Daniel Bryan. He beat CM Punk. He beat all these great people. And you guys did this with him? Man, where can I see all these great people again? Oh, right. That's right. TNT. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, right. Uh, we, we we just gotta go to Nick Khan's network. That's what we gotta do. Well, yeah, we gotta go to TNT and TBS. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Uh-huh. All right, we, well, we let got, me. Let me, throw some, let me throw some names out there for you guys and see where you think they're going to end up. Mm-hmm. Um, so their champ right now, I believe, is Bandito uh, or Rush. I know those were the last two champions. Where do you see Bandito going? I can see him in Impact. You can see him in Impact? I, I think I can see him in impact, impact, and I can see Russian impact as well. I can see those two in impact. Uh, I, I, I could see them. I could see them going to AAA, but also bouncing back and forth. I've noticed a lot of people doing that now lately. Um, they'll they'll bounce back and forth between all the big promotions because they carry them like real independent contractors, <laughs> um, and like some people we know. Where do, you, where, do you see, where do you see um EC3 going? Because I feel like this is an interesting question because I don't I don't know if I would put him back in impact. <sighs> EC3, um I would I kind of like the best bet for him, I would probably say. MLW or GCW? Jesus, I MLW definitely. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Well, I, I see GC3 MLW. Well, uh, I'm, 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 I'm saying MLW or GCW because I don't want to see him back in Impact. Like I know he was great over there, but you, you did everything you could do. I don't really think you're a world champion in either in in Impact anymore. Just with the talent that they already have, I, I don't, and the talent that they could get, I don't see him as a world champion over there anymore. I, if he was to go back there, he'd probably be, he'd probably be like in the Eddie Edwards category, like just borderline main event, border and like mid card. He'd like fluctuate between mm-hmm. the two. But in MLW or GCW, he doesn't even have to do the extreme stuff in GCW, even though he can. He just be like their. I don't want to say their Kurt Angle guy, but he he'd be their wrestling guy. He'd be their guy that would just get in the ring and wrestle and do the grappling and all that stuff. He wouldn't be the 
take a light tube to the back, go through a table, hit the thumbtacks type Mm -hmm. of dude. He'd just be there, Kurt Angle. He'd be there, get in the ring, have a good 15, 20-minute wrestling match. Well, you know what, then? um, And I'm only saying this because I just attended an MLW event. Um, I hate you because of that, but we're we're not going (laughs) to (laughs) get Listen, listen. Um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm mad you you moved, but it, I've been going to a lot of shows. Uh, oh, I bet it's, it's okay. It's, it's very, it's very sad to not be with you when Savio Vega comes through that curtain. Um, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta mention Savio. Damn it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! But um, from seeing, from living a whole like. Um, maybe four hours of MLW. Um, I got to tell you, maybe he might actually be better off in NWA. Because the talent in, in MLW, as I'm noticing uh, through the progression, is they're really focusing on, like their storytelling is good, but they're really focusing on a lot of uh, in ring, even newly signed Enzo Amore, which I know you'll hate to hear, had a fantastic match uh, with some great character work. Uh, it was very impressive without talking on the microphone. Oh, he actually uh, had a good wrestling match. He had a good wrestling match with a good wrestler and uh, did some good character work at the end of it. Can, can I just say this? In what world do we live in where the phrase fantastic match in Enzo Amore is in the same sense? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> well, well, listen, man, I didn't expect it either. Like, I, I'll be honest, and I love Enzo. I'm the biggest Enzo fan. Um, but he, he was getting in there with somebody I knew could go. He was getting in there with a uh, former wrestler of the pod, Matt, Mad Dog, Matt Cross, um, or the son of Havoc, if you watch Lucha Underground. Um, so I knew it was going to be a good match, and I thought Matt is probably going to carry a lot of this match. But Enzo, Enzo knew what he was doing. Man. <laughs> like, I just he didn't he didn't do the long intro. He didn't do any mic work at all. But the character work was on the money. And wow. uh, so a very solid technical performance in the beginning. And I was like, okay, Enzo, this is this is new. This is not and the Enzo I thought I was getting. So given what I know of EC3's in-ring ability, he might be better off in NWA. Um, because yeah. his character work far supersedes his in-ring. Mm-hmm. So it, maybe NWA I mean, over. I was gonna say because because EC3 he, He's not a he's not a slouch in the ring, yeah. but he's not by no means. No, yeah, he, he's not a slouch, but he's not the greatest guy in the ring. Like yeah. he's good, but he's not great. So NWA is isn't isn't a bad spot for him to be. He's a he's a he's a. In fact, now that you mention it, NWA might be 
they might be the better promotion for him. Yeah. And now, not, that I, I, now that I think about it, I, I can see him in NWA. Right. Like not to not mm-hmm. to put him in not to put him in bad company, but he's got a Velveteen Dream kind of style, where he doesn't he doesn't necessarily he's not necessarily the most talented person in the ring, but he can carry a match with just about anybody. And he yeah, character work for it not to really matter how good he is in the ring. Yeah, like 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 he can he can give you a quality match. He's kind of like a um, what's uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, Tyler Breeze. Mm. I put that, that's a good example because not to and I feel like that's a bad example, but aside from like before he was in the Breezango thing when he was by himself he was a great wrestler he just he was just missing something yeah and but he could give you a quality match with anyone you figure the one match that uh Jushin Thunder Liger had in NXT was with Tyler Breeze mm-hmm. and it was, I was, it was just a good getting match. ready to say that yeah like you can literally put him in there with anyone you could put him in there with Thunder Liger you could put him in there with a Roman Reigns you could put him in there with Hell, you could put him in there with James Ellsworth. Yeah, and, and you know it'll, what? it'll be a decent match. And you know what? Not to not to digress, but I will for a little bit. I felt like what ruined him was um, two things. It was they missed an obvious uh, storyline when he jumped to the main roster, and two, Dolph Ziggler was already there. And this became <laughs> no, no, but it no knock to him. But this is the I listened to his interview with um uh, uh I believe it was Chris Van Vliet, and one of the things he mentioned in there was Dolph gave him a great bit of advice, and the advice was um if you're not the guy now, you're probably never gonna be the guy, but the thing, the way you use that to your advantage is being in there with all the people that are that guy and climbing up the ladder by being the guy that always makes him look good. Mm -hmm. So the problem is um, Dolph Ziggler was the guy that makes everybody look good. So if you're coming in as the guy that makes everybody look good and they're starting you against the guy that makes everybody look good, you're kind of at a ceiling. So if that was their intention, bringing him in, then you're he was kind of already in a lose-lose situation because it's either you become a second Dolph Ziggler or you're useless. <laughs> you know what I mean? So had yeah. the thing with him and Fandango not happened, he probably would have been cut a lot earlier. Um, so I felt like that was mistake number one. And mistake number two was they missed the obvious storyline of um, you brought two people into a rivalry that are the same person. Because yeah. the, the difference they could have went with instead of bringing Tyler Breeze up to be Dolph Ziggler was putting them together and making them an amazing tag team. Because they're basically the same character. Um, and that's where I feel like they went wrong with Tyler Breeze. Not to digress, but I just feel like yeah, I yeah, say yeah. That because yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Tyler Breeze, yeah, I, I get it. And it just it just so happens that they made all the wrong moves with him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what about uh, Dan Housen? I don't know if you guys are a big fan of him, but but he seems to be everywhere on like wrestling social media. Um, no, I, I like him. I, I it, he's a weird person. He's a weird character, but I actually like his style. Um, it's just hard to place him anywhere. Like, like it's hard to pick a spot for him specifically. I think maybe maybe impact for him just because impact is known to do good with their kind of creepier looking characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they, they did good with crazy Steve. They did good with abyss. They did good with, um, uh, who's the chick, uh, Sue young, I think, um, like mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're good with their kind of creepier characters. Mm-hmm. So I, I think impact would probably be the best spot for him. I would say impact. But I would kind of leave the door open for maybe NWA or MLW. Mm. Yeah, the, MLW is definitely like a good spot for him. Like, if, like certain talent are known for one company, and then they bounce in between other companies here and there. Yeah. So MLW wouldn't be a good, wouldn't be a bad spot for him to, uh, you know, bounce in and out of. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I would I would actually agree with D. I would have him bounce back between MLW and Impact because I feel like I could definitely see him becoming part of Decay uh with Crazy Steve and uh the other two women that I can't remember the names of. I, I didn't even I didn't even think about Decay. That he could he could definitely join in on Decay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, now, now that I think about it, that that would actually make sense. Yeah, right. But but I could also see him um, because at the time, at, at this moment, um, MLW's given a good like debut push to Warhorse, um, and I could see Warhorse and Danhausen mixing it up together too. So yeah. I could see yeah. I could see them both mixing it up and kind of. Um, making their names against each other in their undercard. So mm-hmm. I agree with D. Um, but I think we, we might be at, at a half hour mark. I think we're at a good place to turn it over to uh, the other half of releases. All right. Um, before we go there, I kind of have one question for the both of y'all. Um, you just mentioned all, all these talents and where you would like to see them end up and whatnot. Given since Ring of Honor's cutting everyone, if you had a sign, like say you're a, a wrestling promotion and you had to sign one person from Ring of Honor, who's the first person that you go to sign? Like it can be a tag team, a, a woman's wrestler, or just a single star. Who's the one person that you would sign? Let me get mine out the way. Mm-hmm. Shane Taylor. Okay. Because I've said it time and time again. I've said it to you guys. I've said it in the group chat, and I'm going to keep saying it. That dude is a future world champion, if booked correctly. I agree. That's a, you know, I had them on my list of, of names of uh, to ask you guys. Very interesting that you said Shane Taylor. 
Um, because we we were in the crowd when the rest of those boys debuted from the Shane Taylor promotions. Um, <laughs> so that's 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 and then they got with Shane Taylor afterwards. Um, and he's very very impressed with Talker. Um, and the group itself, you know, they're they're the ROH trios champs right now. So, um, very impressive guys. Um, I think for me, it depends on where I am. Like, if I I would book a, I would probably sign a different person depending on whatever promotion I was in. Like, if I'm in AEW, uh. I think I'm, and this is this is tough. I think I'm getting Jonathan Grisham because AEW focuses on um, on their newer talent and not their established names so much. They kind of rely on the established names to put the people nobody knows yet over mm-hmm. um, through that system. So I would I would probably grab Grisham just because I feel like there's a ton of people he can get in there with Daniel Bryan, of course, um, to, to kind of give him the rub of how amazing of a technician he is. Um, yeah. Yes. If I'm, if I'm an impact, I can't even really tell you, like if, 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 if I'm an impact, it's a, it's a toss up. It's a toss up because they could get, they could get Jay Lethal back, but the issue with that is, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in this day and age, like I really almost didn't understand Christopher Daniels coming back. Yeah, like honestly, like unless like the Motor City Machine Guns were the only believable ones, like they made sense kind of, and even now that's kind of falling apart. So, <clears throat> well, Christopher Daniels going back to Ring of Honor. Now that I kind of wrap my head around it. You know, he was one of the he was one of the first world champions they had in the company's history. So I I kind of yeah, understand it. But but see, that's the that's what I'm saying. Like I get it, I get the logic in it, but it's it's different for me. Like when EY mm-hmm. went back to impact, I got it. Like I, I understood what was happening, I understood the character, I understood violent by design. I don't think they've carried it out the way they should have, but I get the idea. Yeah, you, you just don't understand it from a booking ta- standpoint. Yeah, from the yeah. talent standpoint. Like, you don't understand how it would benefit him. Exactly. Like, if I was Impact, I might even <laughs> sign... Uh, I might even sign Tony Deppin. Mm. Because he's he's a, he's a... He's a gritty guy. Um, you're not dealing with a whole lot of hardcore talent at the moment, except for Violent by Design and Sammy Callahan. Um, so I could see him going in there in that kind of environment and standing up against whoever your world champion is right off the bat. And you could probably run that for two, three months and yeah. then bring him down to the X division and have him yeah. have some classic matches with Trey Miguel. But if I'm WWE, um, I'm probably not taking anybody because I'm just going to cut them a couple months later. <laughs> so damn, I was gonna, I was gonna say Flip Gordon. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was gonna say Flip Gordon, but as soon as you said that, 
and you throw in that little WWE jab, I'm like, yeah, no. Let me let me just now say Flip Gordon. Right? <laughs> Flip Gordon. I was thinking about right it. Uh, yeah, they're probably all gonna get cut. They're all wrestlers, dude. We don't they don't sign wrestlers anymore. That's not a thing. Yeah. They, they they sign models and sports entertainers. Mm. And and Olympic athletes or anybody yeah. in any kind of sport that doesn't concern wrestling. Um you know what? If I'm NWA though, um I would definitely grab Jay Lethal. Oh yeah. Yeah, because his yeah, him going to NWA would bring instant credibility mm-hmm. to that company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because everybody knows Jay Lethal. Everybody. I, I would I would I would even go as far as to say at this point right now, he's the best wrestler that hasn't been to a major promotion like M- impact. Okay. But I, I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, the big pillars, the new Japan's, the, the AEWs, the WWEs. He's the best wrestler right now. In my opinion, that hasn't hit a major promotion. Mm-hmm. So if he was to go to NWA, that would turn a lot of eyes in that direction. Mm-hmm. And that they, they only have a handful of credible names. So yeah, to see him and to see him mix it up with, um, the Pope and Nick Aldis and uh he'd probably give Bennett a better name. Um Chris Masters. Mm-hmm. Um shoot even oh. him in there with the more professional version of JTG. Yeah, and I was gonna I say that. he he could even benefit their world champ right now. Like Trevor mm-hmm. Murdoch is an older dude, but mm-hmm. he, he he could definitely go there and help. I don't know if you want to elevate Trevor Murdoch, but he could help elevate him. As it is, yeah, yeah I, I could, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Um, but but let's move into the the WWE names, um, because I feel like there's a lot of ground to cover. Um, some of these make sense, and then a lot of these are like, wow, like they, they like they just give you an aneurysm just thinking about some of the names they cut. And and and, and I got this news over the phone. Um, read out to me. I didn't have it in front of me. Um, and I was uh, almost yelling by the time I got to certain names. Like, are you kidding me? I, I showed it to my father, who's a longtime <laughs> wrestling fan. Um, he looked over the entire list, uh, had a dramatic pause, then looked up at me and said, it's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> It's I mean, so- the man isn't lying. <laughs> he definitely ain't. Uh, I was expecting anger or whatever. It just, it's over. Just, just accept it. <laughs> um, so just to just nail down some of the names, we got uh, Ember Moon, Lince Dorado, Grandma Talik, uh, Blake Christian, former wrestler of the pod, I believe. Um, Ty of Valkyrie, <clears throat> Karrion Cross and Scarlet, <clears throat> Keith Lee and Mia Yim. <clears throat> Here's the big one, Nia Jax. I <laughs> just, oh wow. Uh, um, no, let, no, no, no. I, I got to get this off my chest. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, D. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. This, this is my, this is one of many rants I'm gonna have during this. I 
am an advocate for mental health. Yes. I have mental health issues. With that being said, why would you release someone who is going through a mental health crisis, then send them the schedule? Send them the schedule to say, hey, you're coming back on, you're coming back in the ring. What have been mm-hmm. next week only to fire them? Exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that. Like if I don't agree with that releasing, like if you're gonna release her, I, I get she's known to hurt people just because yeah. of her style. Yeah, but, given, yeah, given yeah, she's going she hurt she has hurt a few people because of her style. But for someone again who is going through something personal, mm-hmm. wanted to take a break, ask for an extension. Yeah, ask for an extension. You know, she went about everything the right the, the right way. way. Only to say, hey, you're being released, quote unquote, due to budget cuts. Yeah, like for the reason they released her, that I don't agree with. Like if, if you were gonna release her because of you know she's known to hurt people in the ring, okay, that I understand. But you're releasing her because you know, like you said, she has mental health issues, she wants to take a break, she wants to get better. That release, the releasing for that, and to say it's budget cuts, I don't agree with. Like, just look at uh, Moxley. Moxley right now, he's taking a break to get himself better, and the company is letting him do that. They're actually, you know, helping him out and telling him, "Hey, you know, we're with you 100. percent We're we're gonna help you get better for yourself." Right. W- on the other hand, is not doing that with Naya. They didn't do that with Naya. There's people that they've had that they didn't help. So it, it, it as bad as it sounds, it doesn't surprise me that WWE will pull a move like that. Just look at Punk. Look look at Punk when Punk left. The yeah, they fired him on his wedding day. They don't yeah. care. They don't care. Like Punk was literally working a year and a half with a fucking infection in his back. And all they were doing was giving him something that's the equivalent of fucking Tylenol. Yeah, they were giving him like weak ass antibiotics. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preference. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start my rant by putting just some general facts out there to keep in mind while I'm saying this stuff. Um, one. Um, the Queen's crown winner is Zelina Vega. That may not make sense right now, but hold on. Um, two, one of the people they released uh, is selling everything they own because their visa has is expiring in a month. Um, that was in their developmental. And three, what Duke just said, John Moxley is currently away getting help and there is no issue or contract issue with that at all. Now let me say what I'm going to say. Um, oh, oh, and four, Roman Reigns uh, is currently the face of WWE. That's a good point to remember, too. So <laughs> what I'm going to say is, um, so I've always felt like they didn't do what they should have done with Nia Jax throughout her entire career, but on the heels of a mental health experience 
um, them telling you when you're going to come back. Note that she had asked for an extension and they said nothing to her in response. That's a big thing. <laughs> and then she had to hear that she was released. They didn't call her. She had heard that she had been released. <coughs> so the reason I say keep in mind that Roman Reigns is the champion because Nia Jax is from the bloodline and a majority of the bloodline has spent their time in WWE under Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, I also say keep in mind the John Moxley thing because she was going through a mental health experience. Um, I say the the thing about the woman whose visa is running out because they just don't care. Um, and I say the Zelina Vega thing because you know the first people that would have dug in their ass uh, about releasing somebody during a mental health experience? A fucking union. And Vince uh-huh. hates unions. But currently, the person that got released for making their OnlyFans uh, and talking unionization is the Queen's Crown winner. So it's just weird to me all these things are happening to a Samoan during a mental health event due to budget cuts while all these other things are synonymously happening. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but I just see, I find it so hard to believe because it's um, bullshit. One, yeah. it looks, well, not the budget cuts. I, we already know the budget cuts is bullshit, but I find it hard to believe because, like, I find the event of her release hard to believe because, one, you had to know that she was going to say something. Uh, two, you had to know that was going to be a really bad look uh, for PR because, you know, it just, mm-hmm. it just is. And three, you know you have four current Samoans in the company right now that are, like, heading your your shows, right? Like, you just started pushing Solo Sokoa on NXT. Roman Reigns and the Usos are the head of your new A-show. You don't think they all talk to each other? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think they was going to fill away? Because if she yes. didn't know, they didn't know. So And, I, I, and I'm pretty sure. I am, I'm, I'm almost certain if Roman Reigns ain't choked out or cussed out Vince McMahon, it's coming. Yeah. I, I, I honestly feel like Rome, even if it's not Roman, it's going to be somebody within that. Some, within, somebody is going to stand up for Nia Jackson. They're going to rehire yeah. her. And it's going to be if it's not Roman or if it's not, it's going to be somebody in that, in that Samoan bloodline, in that Samoan mm-hmm. family who works in that company that is going to stand up for Nia Jackson. Granted, Yes, us as fans, we know, you know, Nia Jack's history of hurting people. But also at the same time, also people as well. And no one should have to get fired. No one should have to find out that they got fired through another source, A. Yeah. And B, no one should be fired for going through something you and you went throughout the proper ways of uh, asking for it. No one should ever have to go through that. I don't exactly. care if it's wrestling or actual job, whatever, no one should have to go through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one. Yeah, and like Stevie said, uh, you, you said the point where Vince hates unions. 
AEW wouldn't do that. AEW isn't a union, but they kind of operate like they are a union. <laughs> like look at look at Tony Khan. Tony Khan literally just told Moxley, "Hey, you know, you you came to me. You said you you want to take a break because you know you want to fix your mental health. You want to you want to get rid of like you want to stop using alcohol the way that you do. We support that. We're gonna help you." Like whether we're paying for it or not, we're gonna support you, and we're gonna let you fix yourself and get right, so you can come back. You're ready to come back. Yeah, to work. Yeah, like we're we're not gonna fire you for trying to better yourself. No, why would why would? That's and basically that's essentially what WWE did. They fired. They fired her for trying to. I think it's bullshit, and, and that's bullshit. Uh, the crazy thing to me here is, um, you know how many stories, because we always listen, um, or at least I do, to the people's stories when they get out um, of, you know, their experiences now, because they can't talk to no, you can't talk to nobody while you're in the company. Um, but once they have these interviews, once they're out, and a lot of them talk about them, like, being ready to leave or them saying they're not coming back or them airing their grievances and Vince crying, upset that he had to let them go and blah, blah, blah. And he's so emotional. Like, come on, dude. Come on. I, I, I'll tell you one thing. Um, this person's if the not... People, if the people could see the look on my face, they, they would understand. Now, I will say this, though. Uh, this person is not fired yet. They're still with the company, but there's one person I want to hear I actually want to hear their story after they leave. I want to hear what Kevin Owens has to say. Because Kevin Owens is the type of dude that, at least from, you know, the outside looking in, mm-hmm. he's the type of person that... Does not hold back. It, yeah, doesn't hold back, tells it how it is. If there's stuff that's good, if there's stuff that's bad, he's going to tell you what was good, what was bad. Like he did with Ring of Honor after he left. He said there was some good stuff. He said there was some bad stuff. I want to hear what he has to say after he leaves, because he's not going to shit talk them while he's there. No, but he's going to say everything that needs to be said after he leaves. Yeah, and his contract's up in what a year, no, maybe, maybe. Oh, see, less than a year. Like yeah. next, like the beginning of next year, his contract's up, right? Like after the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, and I believe O'Reilly is in a couple months as well. Yeah, see, I, O'Reilly's another one. I want to hear them. I want to hear what they both have to say because. Well, see, here's the funny thing. I don't think O'Reilly has anything bad to say. I don't think O'Reilly's going to say anything. I think he's going to have the Adam Cole stance. But I think Kevin Owens is going to have a lot to say. No, and I can't wait. I think personally, Adam Cole said what he needed to say. He just didn't say it the way he should have. Like, he said what needed to be said. It's just you kind of got to read between the lines with him because he's not yeah. going to bash you. He's not going to bash a company. But he's going to say something that you kind of have to decipher and figure out for yourself. But Kevin Owens, on the other hand, he, he's just going to – Like I say, he, he ain't going to hold no punches. Yeah. He's going to say what he need to say. And like I said, and like I said it's – I can't wait. Yeah. I don't care if I got him miss work. <laughs> I don't care if I got to listen to it while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear what he got to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he, he's the type of dude that's going to tell you how it is. The dude literally had "fuck Ring of Honor" in his theme song and "Ring of Honor." He, he, he doesn't care. I mean, 
he has to care now because it's WWE and they're Titan. But once no. his contract's up, he's not gonna care. Yeah, he's doing things very professional, and I I applaud these people for for some of the stuff that they do. Because if everybody acted like Sasha Banks, this would be a, they probably would have tightened shit up by now. Yeah, Sasha so would be the first one to, to see some shit shady and just be like, I'm not coming to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, I'm not I'm not gonna be there. Nope. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out because it ain't gonna be me. Right. He, she is she quick to give you the Steve Austin. Oh, that's how we're doing things. I'm like, yeah, that's how we're doing it. No, no, I mean if that's how we're doing things, I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> And it's crazy because there's there's people right now on their roster that I wish had that stance. Like Sasha's been there what seven years, eight years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's pe- there's people that have been there longer than that that I wish had the maybe confidence isn't the white the right word, but I wish they had the fucking mentality that Sasha has. Like if Cesaro would have did it. I would have loved. I would have loved for Cesaro to have her stance. I would have loved for Ricochet to have his stance. Like, there's people that are there now that need to have her mentality. Oh, listen. If my there's a few people. There's a few people. Because if if Kevin would have did that, uh, Kevin. Well, Kevin would have been released a lot early. But if Kevin, but if Kevin would have did it, if Kevin would have did it. Uh, if Ricochet would have did it, if Ricochet would have did it, oh my God, Ricochet would be right by uh, Will Ospreay in New Japan or somewhere mm-hmm. in AAA dominating or possibly it's, in MLW. The yeah. same thing with Cesaro. Like Cesaro would be anywhere right now as a world champion. And Cesaro, yep. Cesaro. Big facts. Big facts. I really wish Ricochet would have did it though because there's so many, there's so many moments in certain people's careers where if they had taken the stance, uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin or the Sasha Banks stance, they would be a lot further than where they are. But and and currently, it feels like mm-hmm. the only person with the balls to do that right now is, is Charlotte because she's out the door, fam. She is gone. Yeah, she is yeah, gone. she's got one foot out the door. <laughs> and this is the yeah. craziest part. She's of a- I got one foot out the door. I'm going to be with my man and my daddy. I'll let you know. Listen, yeah, she, I, I she's already plotting. I say it all the time. Her getting with Andrade was the best thing that had ever happened to her in her life. Yes. Because mm-hmm. They always talk about, um, a lot of people talk about when they talk about Ric Flair, that one of Ric Flair's biggest flaws is he didn't know he was Ric Flair. Um, and yeah, he even, he even said that on his WWE documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seemed like everybody else knew he was Ric Flair but him. And yeah. it felt like Charlotte was getting a really big taste of that because... I remember like a year or two years ago, um, somebody was saying they had an interaction with Charlotte where they were um, asking her how it felt to uh, be like uh, whatever time women's champ or to be such a a Hall of Famer at this stage, uh, this early in her career. And she was like, she was like almost, um, she almost didn't believe it. She was like, am I? She's like, should I lose so many times? I couldn't, I can't even tell. Mm-hmm. And she, it felt like she was going through a Ric Flair phase, and when she got with Andrade, all of that stopped. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she hey, I'm Charlotte Flair. I'm or, you know, Ashley Flair or whatever. She's just like, hey, I'm a Flair. Yeah, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. am, I am the Flair up in there. Matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> I am, 
I, I, I don't know if you know this, but I hold more titles than anyone in WWE women's history. So uh yes. y'all, y'all need to start treating me like I'm like I'm me out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that was uh getting with Andrade was the best thing for her, and it was the worst thing for the company. Yeah, yeah. The moment she started realizing she but that's what I'm saying. If some of these people would like and you know the professional thing to do is you know you you're not to complain and whoever I got a job for I got a job for and that's fine but there's certain there's certain points where I feel like it's not about wins and losses but it's about how they're treating you as um wrestling talent and as like yeah. how they're hurting your credibility. Mm-hmm. And for certain people like Ricochet like Cesaro they took a stance where it was like yo listen wait um I got to talk to you about this uh, or something needs to be done. And by something needs to be done, I mean, if we don't talk about this within the next two, three days, you're not going to see me at the next show. Yeah. I'm not. Right, right. right. Because it just, it gets out of hand at at some point. Like, you got to put a foot down. Like, man, you, this don't even make sense anymore. Like, I can't even, I can't even lie to myself into believing whatever you, you put me out here to do every week. It's, it just don't make sense to me. So make it make sense, or I'm I'm sitting this thing out. Like it just it is what it is. Yeah, and, and then go ahead, D. I don't I don't know. I'm gonna come back to y'all's talking point, but the 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 releases they they're they're gonna bother me for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what's killing me? And I'm going to harp on something, Duke, you always say about two specific people. Why can't I get a Dana Brooke release? Mm. And why can't I get a Jackson Riker release? That's my uh, guy, too. I love Jackson Riker. God damn. I... Yeah, no, like, Jackson Riker's okay. He's just... He's he's not a WWE type of talent. He's he's not a person that should be there. He's he he definitely would be good anywhere else. He'd be good at Impact. He'd be good in MLW. He'd be good anywhere. He's just how they book and how they story write and how they have their talent. He's not the right person for WWE. There's people that they still have on the roster right now that should be released, but they're releasing people that they shouldn't you you know what i believe it is to be i believe it and and you know this is half right and half wrong um but i believe a little bit of it has to be that the people that they keep that everyone is waiting for them to release aren't getting released because they play ball like i i've been asking for a chad gable release forever and we finally got it uh, uh, um, but he, he, it was so long. I think he played ball so long that it just, he just flew under the radar. Same thing with Tyler Breeze. And that's why I took him so long. And, um, I think same thing with, um, the, the Lucha house party, because if grand Metalik started acting like he was grand Metalik, like way back, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be the cruiserweight classic. Yeah. If yeah. he was that grand Metalik this entire time. He'd, he'd have been gone. He'd have been gone. The smartest thing Kota Ibushi ever did was not signing a contract 
after the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. <laughs> because then, he, yeah, that's why they eliminated. That's why he got beat in the semifinals. Because if you go back and you watch that Cruiserweight Classic, because I've, I've done it before, you start thinking to yourself, you see Kota Ibushi kept going. He's like, maybe he's going to win this thing. Because mm-hmm. 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 that was my initial thought as I'm watching. I'm like, Kota Ibushi, I think he's going to win this thing. Yeah. But it, it just it happens how it happens. And you know what? Um I think there's certain people that's not gonna be affected by this. Like for carrying cross, it's only gonna lead to better things. Yeah. For Keith, yeah, for- for Keith Lee, which also sounds ridiculous to me. Hey, man, uh just it <laughs> like maybe me and him. Like let me, me and him, I can understand this. Keith Lee. Like y'all just changed his name. Y'all was just bringing him back. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, here, here's the Keith Lee situation. Let's let's walk through the Keith Lee timeline in WWE. Mm. You bring him in. He's a big guy who can do what most little guys can do. He's a great talker. He's mm. a great in-ring worker. Mm. And then once you move into the main roster, you for the lack of a better term, Strip all that away. You give him a, 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 a singles win against Randy Orton to like kind of put him on the map. Then this man went through a really serious bout with COVID. Mm-hmm. And you bring him back, you repackage you repackage him as Bearcat Keith Lee. And from what I read just between last night and before we went live. According to Bleacher Report and Pro Wrestling Torch, apparently this man had an attitude problem backstage. Now, I I mean, I really don't know what goes on backstage. We we don't know. But you kind of get the vibe from Keith Lee that he doesn't seem like the type of person who would cause issues backstage. Absolutely. That that's the vibe I get from him. He's one of those guys who's professional. He's gonna do you know do whatever he's gonna. I mean, if he's got to lose a match to put a guy over, so be it. If you're gonna put him in a position to win a championship, and so be it. He's always he just seems like the type of guy that would do the right thing. Now the the that that bothers me. The backstage issues and the attitude problem that bothers me. I was gonna say, it gives me it gives me vibes of th- this might not be a good example, but for me, Samoa Joe. It's like like everybody like when they first released Samoa Joe, that's kind of what it the Keith Lee releasing is reminding me of. Like they're releasing him, they really have no reason for it. They don't know why they're doing it. Then they're going to hear people complain, like, why the fuck did you release him? And then they're going to, I feel like they're going to try to bring him back. And he's going to say no. He's going to say no. Yeah, but he's he's not, I feel like they're going to try to do a Samoa Joe part two with Keith Lee. Because we didn't like the Bearcat <laughs> Keith Lee thing. We didn't like them changing his character. But we liked Keith Lee. And we were going to give the new character a shot. Like, we don't like what you're doing with him. We don't fuck with this character at all. 
but hey, we're gonna we give it a shot. Keith Lee, the performer, we're gonna give this yeah. a shot. Just yeah, like, like, like we'll, we'll we'll give it we'll give it its fair go before we decide if we don't want it or if we want it. We'll we'll give it its fair go. But you fire him before we even have an opportunity to give it a go. And not and then on top of that, you only had him. You only had this change. You you he wrestled what two matches, maybe three. Yeah, like literally one of his first dark matches as the new character was the show in Philadelphia that me and Stevie were at. Mm-hmm. And Stevie didn't even realize that, you know, it's his new character until I told him. I was like, bro, look, it says Bearcat. He's like, no, it doesn't. Look, Bearcat Keith Lee. And now he's finally having his, his go. He had it for what? Like you said, a week, two weeks, and you fire him? It makes no sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, there, there was a couple of things that didn't make sense. Like, they just started letting uh, Blake Christian on NXT 2.0 TV with his girl. Uh, they was only on there like two weeks. And he's let go. B-Fab just got oh, called God. Oh, roster. my God. Don't even. Hit row. Hit row. Danielle was going to give them a good shot at it. Mm. Uh, She's this- gone. Somebody looked at that and was like, what do we need the chick for? We don't really care about our women's division. Let's toss her out. Like, like, like yeah, that, that's, an, and, that's and, another one. That's another you know one. What, that has you, you know what? You just got back. Um, um, Harry Smith. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Literally, literally, like, just don't, like, don't even. Oh my God. Like, why? <laughs> What was the point of signing him in the gave, first place? Gave him a whole YouTube Never showed him on TV, but y'all gave him this big YouTube thing. Like, look who we signed. He's gone again. Y'all wasted y'all time with Eva Marie. The only good cut y'all should have made. <laughs> y'all wasted y'all time with the whole Eva. <laughs> this is, you know, you know the, the biggest thing that pisses me off about the Eva Marie thing is like, all right, if you wanted to bring her back, and try to spin her as like, look, she got better and her time off, fine. But, but y'all she... used her as a vehicle to destroy Piper Niven, and then you released her? I'm Thank just, you. Like, because that, that's what it was. Y'all used her as a vehicle to destroy a legitimate character. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and Fucking then you Thank you. Like, thank you for saying that because yeah, listen, we're gonna bring you in here not because we like you, but because we got this chick we trying to ruin that's real legit over here that we're trying to bring in. Now that we done ruined her and called her a terrible name that'll never put a championship on her, we're gonna let you go and then keep and we gonna let go of the terrible name. Somebody that should have at least been one of the legitimate people to win the fucking Queen's Crown tournament. <laughs> Facts. But remember what I told you, everyone on the list. Like you had legit matches if they had the right time. Had they all Mm -hmm. had the accurate amount of, had they all had the same amount of time the men had, we wouldn't even be upset about the Queen's Crown thing. Me, me, them. Look at her. They brought her up to the main, the main roster, and just let her float between both shows and move her back down to NXT. And it was like, um, we let your husband, we let your husband go, so we're gonna let you go too. Brothers. Really? There, there's so many people that they've brought up, like Mia Yim, that they've ruined, that we no longer care for. It, it's like baffling. 
Do you know like what it feels like? Go go ahead, dude. Finish your point. No, I was going to say, like, there's so many people that they've brought up, like Mia Yim from NXT, that they've ruined and we don't care for, that we should. Like, Mia Yim, if you book her the right way, she's at least a solid mid-card woman's division player, or she could potentially maybe dabble in the world title picture. Dijakovic is another one. If you would have just kept him as Dijakovic, he'd be... He'd been, he would have been Damian Priest. He, he would have been a great mid-card guy. He could have dabbled in and out of the world title picture. Like, he wouldn't have been a world champion in my eyes, but he would have been a solid mid-card guy. He would have been a Nakamura. He would have been a Damian Priest. He'd have been one of those guys. They just ruined so many fucking people that they shouldn't ruin because of how they want to story write, how they want to... It's just, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like, I just, I don't understand WWE's logic. Uh, John Morrison is another one they released. Wait, they released John? What you bring him back for? Oh, oh, yeah, what? yeah, they released back then. Yeah, yeah. what you bring him back for? Yeah. They could have like, released bring, him with Tyre. They honestly. Yeah. It's like, you bring back John Morrison. All right, in, in our eyes, we're thinking, all right, cool. Maybe we don't get Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact. No, we're gonna throw you back with the Miz, bro. Do we like, really need to see that again? This and is then a, you basically turn that to a comedy act. Yeah, this is you know. <sighs> what we have to do as fans is start to realize that, um, with the exception of Drew McIntyre, who I feel like kind of privileged his way in anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. With the exception of Drew McIntyre, whoever these people that we idolize outside of WWE, they are going to go nowhere. Like, it's exactly why Sting never wanted to come. It is that reason. And they ruined completely. And they because, fucking ruined Sting. Like, yeah. Anybody Thanks, we sir. idolize outside, they are never going to treat them the same way. Like, remember when Christian, Christian was the perfect example. Remember when Christian left and Christian became an, an the instant classic. Like, it wasn't just a nickname. Like, he became mm-hmm. the man day one in TNA. Yeah. And when we heard he was coming back, it was like, oh, it's going to be on. And then yeah. it was Christian in the 90s again. Yeah. Yeah. He he was he was back to being Christian. He, he, he was back to being... He wasn't Christian Cage anymore as soon as he was Christian. Back. We yeah. were expecting Christian Cage, and we got Christian. Yeah. And he's basically doing that with anybody from NXT that had any kind of a name. <laughs> anybody Triple H cared about, Vince was out to destroy from day one. <laughs> so, ruined Karrion Cross from day one. First oh my day, God. first day he no, got no, here. No, How you doing, you Karrion? Why don't you put on this demolition costume? I, I was going right, to say, you buddy. mean demolition two Facts. He, he yeah. came in. You give him this demolition cosplay. You let him lose the, to Jeff Hardy the first night he was on the main roster. You're stripping with Charlotte. You, uh, not Charlotte, Scarlett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They Bro, was I out was, to kill him. They was out to kill him. He walked like, through the I door. They looked at his resume, and they said, um, okay, okay, so uh, uh, you're like, you're big. Okay, good point. That's one point. That's one point. Um, you got a hot wife. That's a heater. She's your man. She comes out with you everywhere. No, that's going to make you successful. Got to get rid of that. Uh, mm-hmm. What's this whole thing that you do with this 
I don't like this entrance. We gotta cut that down. Um, what is what is this you're wearing? This looks you look too you look too good. Let's put you in a demolition costume, mm-hmm. and then we'll say it's about toy sales or some shit, and then then we'll throw you out there. Oh, by the way, you're also gonna lose because why would we ever have you win? You're like a call up. We don't. Mm-hmm. Well, hell, if it was about toys, why did you make a Carrion Cross Elite that I'm sitting here looking at right now? Mm, exactly. And, and that's, another, <laughs> that's another thing I don't get. That's another thing I'm never going to get. If, if it's about toys, why am I sitting here looking at this uh, Series 82 Keith Lee Chase that's going to probably be worth hundreds of dollars here within the next couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. Why, why did that just go by the Survivor Series Elite yesterday? Like... If, if it's about marketability and toys, please somebody tell me something. Please and, somebody and, tell me something. And, and that and that's what I don't get. Like, you, you, if you're trying to make these people marketable, and you're trying to, you know, give them like you want you want to make them marketable in a way. Why do you make stuff for them? Like whether it's the elites, whether it's you know shirts, it could be hats, it could be anything. Why do you release them as soon as you make it and then still still have them on the shelves ready for sale and still try to make a profit off of them after you fucking release them? And then don't push them. Right. Don't forget that part. They're yeah. going to change everything about you. Then they're not going to push you at all. They're going to leave you there to drown. They're like, going to be well, the, the opening match on main event or you're going to be in, in the dark match on Raw or SmackDown. Uh-huh. And then the and then the the guy that likes you is gonna stand next to Vince and be like, Man, I really like such and such. And then and Vince is gonna turn to them and be like, Yeah, I hope they uh uh, uh I hope they make it. What? Right. <laughs> but I, I I again I gotta harp on something something a buddy of mine said to me yesterday. Matter of fact, old man pop, shout out to him. He said if it isn't Vince's creation, he don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, absolutely right. Because they're like, they, as, I, as he said that, and I wrapped my mind around it, I was like, Well, I'd be damned. He's right, absolutely right. Yeah, he, he's definitely right. Um, because they released this year alone, 73 people got released. Half of those people you released, or maybe close to half, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, half the people you released shouldn't have been released. Yeah, but there's people that are still on your roster right now that have no reason to be there. Like a Jackson yeah. Riker shouldn't be there. There's Dana a couple. Brooke. Yeah, Dana Brooke. Like there's people that you have on your roster right now that shouldn't be there. Like we don't want uh, T Bar. We don't want Mace. We don't want uh, who, who's the other guy? Fucking um, Slapjack. We don't want him. But you're pushing Veer and Shanky as single stars. But you're gonna cut Keith Lee. You're gonna cut Karrion Cross. You're gonna cut all these people that should be pushed, like Veer and Shanky, as single stars. I don't know. Mac and Moss is still here. Like, there. Someone explain that one to me. That what? Mad Cap is still there. Yeah, yeah. Like this dude, they paired with Baron Corbin. <laughs> how does he keep making it through these budget cuts? Like, I, I, I just like I, I was talking, I was talking to my pop about it, and I was like, "Yo, like, I never liked him. Have has anyone ever actually liked him? I've never liked him. I like Tito Sabatelli. 
when he was in a when uh they were in NXT together, and Tito Sabatelli had a great look, had a great talk, was a great talker, had a great theme song, and then mm-hmm. they paired him with Moss because Moss had nothing going for him, and we just kind of liked them as a tag team because I liked Tito Sabatelli, and they yeah. cut Tito Sabatelli and kept the Moss they liked. <laughs> and then you see him randomly on 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 Raw Underground getting no push and beat up everywhere. I, w- I was gonna say, hold on, uh, D. When we went to the SmackDown show, me and Stevie, we literally seen uh, Madcap come out. We seen him come out, and we're like, "Wait, who is that?" We had no idea who he was. the The whole arena didn't know who he was. I literally had a search on YouTube to figure out who that guy was that came out with him, and I'm like, "Bro, this is him." And Stevie's like, wait, we didn't fire him? <laughs> like, I thought, like, yo, like, I thought, bro, bro, I had a similar experience at a, at a, at a house show at, in 2016. This is when Enzo and, and Kaz were at their height in NXT. Yeah. They, they brought them out and they had a match. Nobody in the arena knew who they were except me and the people I was with. Mm. I'm just it could be, at this time. It's like you're you're almost thinking to yourself. This is when NXT was like starting to climb. It's like mm. yeah, it, it was when NXT was network, starting. Network, mm. Yeah, it was like when you NXT know, was really starting. Don't watch network. And it, it was just it was just amazing to me because I was like, you know, all these people they got they got they cut Ruha. Like I don't know if y'all remember Ruha, but. Yeah. Uh, I like Ruha more than I like uh, Reddit Moss. So when I saw Moss, I was like, but y'all cut Ruha? Like, like how does this guy keep making it past the budget cuts? This is ridiculous. This guy means nothing. How does Baron Corbin keep making it through the budget cuts? I don't know. You know what? Because he played football. That's yep. why. Football players always keep <laughs> their spot. Yep. That's, that's, if, if you were an athlete anywhere else, you have a distinct advantage in Vince McMahon's eyes. If you were coming in from anywhere that's not the Indies, Mm. you have a secure spot. (laughs) That's why Chad Gable's still around. That's why Otis is still around. That's why Dolph has been here for as long as he's been here. That's why he brought Shelton back. That's why Baron Corbin's still here. Matter of fact, you're an athlete anywhere else. Matter of fact, that's why Dana Brooke ain't fired yet. She's not a wrestler. Yeah. She was a power lifter and a model. Mm-hmm. She was here long enough to brainwash. She don't know nothing yeah. about wrestling. Keep but up. she's still back there in catering, chilling. Yep. Yep. She's she back there with Ricochet there. right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo. yo the, the Ricochet, day, local boy. You, local boy from my area. It's like, and dude, just back there in catering, just chilling. And you can tell you. Come on home. And Duga tell you, like, the, the, the day that I found out this man signed to be on for four more years <laughs> was one of the worst. Like, I, I was so pissed. I was like, it was it was like watching a man get kicked around for years and then turning around and being like, can I have some more? 
Like, like it's like, bro, wait, you, you, you want to come back? And here was the thing about Ricochet. I was so excited when he went to WWE because I'm like, this dude done been everywhere. He done been all over the world. He done been to New Japan, Lucha Underground. This dude is going to shine. Yeah, he, you know when he first got the NXT, I'm like, oh yeah, man. And like I say, you know, he's a local boy. He's from, you know, he's an hour. He's from a town hour away where I go hunting at. And it's just like, oh man, Ricochet, 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 Ricochet. And it's like they shit the bed. Yeah, like they they've like, shit they, the bed. They let him get demolished by Brock Lesnar. Like the the only. The only thing to me I think he's done that's been credible is like he had a had like a series of matches, series of great matches with AJ Styles. That's been his like high point. He, that's been his ceiling in WWE. And, and I don't even Dana Brooke just chilling. I, I, I don't even think that was his ceiling. I think his ceiling was his first, like one of his first matches in NXT. Because after that, he he still wasn't. He still wasn't great. Like he had the great matches with AJ Styles, sure, but I think his best stuff was NXT. And literally, as soon as he came up, like when he had the um, the six man ladder match, that was yeah, the he, best. Yeah, he hit the uh, the I was it the four fifty off the ladder. That was like probably one of his greatest moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was the best thing he's ever done in the company. His best stuff was NXT, yeah. and then as yeah. soon as he got to the main roster with yeah. Alistair Black, because even that tag team was a questionable tag team well even 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 this is to the point of um to my point though like if ricochet had realized he was ricochet one because they they only brought up alistair and ricochet and paired them as a tag team because vince started getting the indie scares and started grabbing who who's somebody from the they get they gathering together we got to do something who who these two little dudes they they good on the indies right pull them up I know I don't know what we're gonna do with them. Put them together. I don't know. But bring them up. We we gotta we gotta do something. <laughs> Even though we, we know this man hates tag hates tag team wrestling, it's just still bring them up. Bring them up. Bring them up. Do do something with them. You find it. You find out what to do. I don't know. But bring them up. when they we gotta put them on TV because other people is, is is getting angry over here. And but even it. when they first started out, like we weren't fully behind them as a tag team. But they were good as a tag team. Like, they weren't the greatest tag team that was on the roster at the time. But they were still good. And we were still going to be with them as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, WWE, if you look back over the course of, like, let's say from 2003 all the way to now, they're good. They're known for putting together makeshift tag teams that work out. Mm-hmm. And and that's what they did with Ricochet and, and, and Aleister Black. And, and that tag team would have worked out. But Vince... Like Stevie said, we don't have nothing for these guys, but we need to bring them up. All right, let's put them together just to have them do something. Oh, wait. This is let's give them the WrestleMania good. moment in the process. Yeah, like, like, okay, this tag team's actually working? Hold on. This wasn't supposed to work. We just needed somebody to be here. Okay, it's working. Yeah, we just let's need some bodies in the roster. And it's actually going good. Let's not have them together anymore. Yep. Right. Got to ruin it. It's working. But but see, it had Ricochet like no like if Ricochet was on his Charlotte time or his Sasha time, he'd have stopped this bullcrap a long time ago instead of signing I, I, for four I, more years. I'm ready years. for him to go because I, I, because I remember being so excited for him because like he had so many things going for him like 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 he was mentored by Conan. Uh, he had the torch passed over to him by Rey Mysterio. The Rock. 
acknowledged him on Twitter as the future of this business. Yes. Yes. And you and you, and you wasted your life while Will mm-hmm. Ospreay is running New Japan. Like, had you been on your Sasha time, you'd have stopped a long time ago. Like, listen, we got to talk. Everybody. Because I'm busting my ass out here for you to keep having me lose to what's-his-face every goddamn week. I'm not doing this no more. I'm ricochet. Like, <laughs> like I'm good out here. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, should, hey, he should have walked in, walked in the office just to like the games. He's like, look, I'm ricochet, bitch, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, you you, you got to start doing something. You, you, like, you, you better book me better. You better pay me more money because I ain't doing it. But yeah, it, it's it's unreal. It it really is. Every and every like you just said the rock endorsed them. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody that the kind of a little off topic, but I feel like everybody that the rock has endorsed within the last three years, everyone that he's endorsed and said is gonna be great, they've fucked over. Yeah. Like he's in, he's endorsed uh Ricochet, they fucked mm-hmm. him over. He endorsed both of the iconics, fucked them over. He's endorsed Kevin Owens. Fucked him over. He's in, he's endorsed Cesaro. Fucked him over. Like a- everybody that could be good or could be great, they fucked over. Loves Nia. <laughs> yeah, and Nia's gone. Yeah, that's your whole family. <laughs> like everybody that he, that could be great. Like The Rock is literally giving them the stamp. Like you could be good if you know they book you the right way and if you go about it the right way. Oh no! Wait, the Rock said they're good. You know, no, we can't. We can't have them be good. No, I don't get it. I don't get it. No one gets it, bro. No one gets it. But but I logic it out to being um, basically when my pop said, "Like it's over." They selling this drum. They selling. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I am under the full impression that Vince is going to sell this company either to NBC or to Disney. Yep. we're gonna we're gonna see WrestleMania on Disney Plus. We're gonna see WrestleMania the musical. They 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 gonna make it on. They gonna put it on ESPN Plus. They not gonna put it on. They not gonna put it on Disney. But they'll put it on ESPN Plus. It'll be an extra section next to the UFC shit. It'll it'll be it'll be UFC and WWE. Yep, and we'll wind up paying seventy dollars for a pay per view like we do for, <laughs> for like we end up doing for uh, the UFC yeah. pay per view. Yeah, that's the first thing Disney gonna do. What you mean free, free, free? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we, we 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 can't do you that. You gave them this for free. They paid nothing but the subscription. Oh, you nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you're paying for the subscription and you're paying for the pay-per-view. You you paying another 70 on top of this. We might 15, we might 20 a month. we might make you pay more and say it's a discount. Uh-huh. <laughs> we might do. Uh, what was that? Ember Moon. That's another release that that bothers me. Yep. That's you a spend her and, uh, Cha- you know, Chauncey Blackheart who are over. Oh, we're, we're, we're going to let you go, Amber. Oh, that was another pillar of the women's division going. Yeah. Yep. And she didn't even do nothing. She was down in NXT still. Y'all brought right. up Tegan Knox instead of her. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, no, no disrespect to Tegan Knox. I think she's talented. Absolutely. Play the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm I'm a Knox person. Classic matches with Oscar in the NXT. 
And, and speaking of Booker T's girls, they let go of um, other wrestler of the pod, AQA, as well. They oh, her. my God. She didn't even really get her push. She got to lose to, like, Zoe Starks one time. Right. Never saw her again. Another one. Another guy who is extreme, extremely talented. My guy. My guy. But we're keeping Madcap, and we're keeping Corbin, and we're keeping these fucking people that are useless. Did they let go of Danny Burch yet? I have a feeling he's coming. Right, it, that's what pissed yeah. me off. How you let go of Oni Lorcan and ain't let go of Danny Birch? Yeah, I didn't even it, like it, Danny it, Birch. <laughs> I like I, Oni. I, 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 I like the one I like. Like if they didn't yet, he's on the short list. I knew, uh, I knew that. I knew that. Right, like right when they do uh, Black Friday, right around what Mania? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, right. He's like, like, right he the first one on the list. He's the first one on the list. I'm calling it. Yeah, Yo, that's the crazy thing. Yet Black Wednesday ain't even happy yet. Where they actually do all their regular budget cuts. No, it, it did. It, it happened in March, and they did it three times since. Oh, uh, I can't tell. They just they just keep doing it. That's yeah, they, 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 they did. Was... Now, now they're doing quarterly budget cuts. Well, they said, no, we're not doing Black Wednesday no more. Now we're just going to do Black quarterly budget cuts. That's yeah, what we're Not doing. every Wednesday you got to worry about. Well, from what I've read, they're going to evaluate talent every six months. Every six months. If you, from the time you sign, if you until uh they they put you in performance center, if you ain't done nothing in 90 days, bye. Mm-hmm. And then once you if you pass that, that first wave, you got three more months to prove that you belong here. If you don't prove you can belong here and you can't get over, bye. Wow. You know yeah. what's crazy about that? You know what that's designed to do? That's designed to put them in the best position to sell the company. That's what that is. Yeah. Because if you don't sign nobody else and you're giving everybody else 90 day, nine, uh, uh, six months cuts in, two mo- in like two years' time. Ain't uh, nobody going to be there. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. going to be there but the cream of the crop. And you know what you can do? You can toss that over to NBC or yep. toss that joint over to Fox which is owned by Disney, and they can either decide they want to uh, they want to sign more talent and run it themselves, or they can shut it down and keep 30, 40 plus years of historical wrestling moments and make you pay $10, $15 a month for it. Exactly. Because they can keep, they'll, they'll, they'll be able to keep on cutting people and saying that they're more profitable because they're cutting people and actually saving money mm-hmm. and when they go to sell the company, hey, we're worth this much because we make this much. We have this much in the tuck. Yeah, this is what we're but, selling. But, but see, here, here's another thing that baffles me: you just made three hundred and fifty mil million dollars from the Saudi show that you just did three hundred fifty million, and all of a sudden you're doing budget cuts. Somebody please do the math. It's lies. Mm-hmm. It's lies. Somebody please do the math. But you're giving Brock Lesnar, Oldberg, Taker, all these older guys, all this money to lose to Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, the mm. king likes them. The king. Yeah, yeah. They, and they didn't even, they brought, like you just said, Oldberg, Taker, and Lesnar. They brought Oldberg back. They brought Lesnar back for the Saudi show. 
they brought Taker in, but they didn't even bring him in to wrestle. They just brought him there just to be Taker in Saudi Arabia. He didn't wrestle. He didn't do anything. They Gotta paid him. The king. Gotta please they the pay, king. They paid him to welcome Pitbull, the singer Pitbull, out onto stage and sing in Saudi. That's all they used Undertaker for. Can, can, can I say something? Don't nobody give two fucks about Pitbull. <laughs> Don't nobody care about Mr. 305. Don't nobody care. You, you're right. Don't nobody care about Mr. 305. Even the people. It's the last time you made some relevant music. Don't worry. I'll wait. (laughs) I mean, technically, I can speak on this right now, technically, because Because I'm here. Yeah, Yeah, like, technically, I'm in the 305 right now. Nobody in the 305 gives a fuck about Mr. 305. That's why he changed his name to Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, Worldwide, we're not caring about you, bro. Yeah, worldwide trash. How about that? WWT, worldwide trash. Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, so we're, we're at a we're at a good point in this show where I got to ask this question: Given the releases that happened, I know we're not a fan of them, but if you could ask for one person to be released for any reason, good or bad. Who do you want to be released? Like, I know we talked about Madcap. I know we talked about Corbin. But anybody else, like, good or bad, just for the benefit of themselves or for the benefit of your of the company, who would you guys want to be released? Jeff Hardy. Mm. Just, just for, just for good or bad, like. What more does Jeff Hardy need to do? You're a multi-time world champion. You're a multi-time tag champion. You're a multi-time intercontinental champion. You're a multi-time U.S. champion. Granted, you, you've had some substance abuse issues. You, you try to work through it, but Jeff Hardy, mm-hmm. get him out of there. Okay. You've done I, enough. I, I, I respect You've that. jumped off enough ladders. You've jumped off enough. You've jumped off enough uh, sides of, of the Titans Tron. You, you've jumped off of everything WWE got. Mm-hmm. Just, just go. Just go. Just go away. All right, I got Jeff. it. Um, I have two names. Either. Samoa Joe, because you don't, you you just, you're not going to do nothing with him. You realize the person that's going to be the vet to carry you into the next era until you establish your new guys is going to be Tommaso Ciampa. So you don't need Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. So release Samoa Joe. Or alternatively, um, release Paul Levesque. Get Triple H the hell out of here because because there's so many better places he could be writing for and you got him cooped up in here having heart attacks and heart surgery because you were ruining the business he loves like just just release the I, 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 I don't think about trips, 
Let him I, go. I, I didn't think about like, trips. Let him go right for NWA or something. Let him, let yeah. him, because, because let I can guarantee take, you this. Let, let him take his money and Stephanie and go right to NWA. Yep. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, uh, it don't matter what the roster look like. It don't matter. Uh, it don't matter if they got a TV deal. If they don't got a TV deal, wherever Triple H shows up to write for, it's going to be they get, worth watching. They getting it's all the views. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm tuning it's going in. To be worth watching. It's every week. It's going to be worth watching. I, I don't. I don't care if they let him write. Start writing in, in MLW. I'm tuning uh, yeah. in. I'm there. Every time, I, I, and if you think he ain't gonna have the, a great team following him, you think Sean oh, yeah. ain't gonna follow him? Oh yeah, because because I guarantee you, Roadog ain't gonna follow he, him. If he leave, Williams they there. going right with him. Rigo is mm-hmm. gone. Albert yeah. is out. Peace. Yeah. Like, it's, it's been fun. Like, yeah. like who who y'all gonna have? Sean ain't gonna be there no more. Nope. Sean, Sean ain't is gonna out. be training nobody. Nope. Roadog ain't gonna be training nobody. Nope. Gone. Albert's gonna be gone. Rigo's gonna be gone. gone. Your whole your whole foundation of building talent is going to bounce. You can take you, all your yes men, and all the people that was feeding in your ear about Triple H can't do this, Triple H can't do that. You can take all them and you can have them write your goddamn shows. Who, who are you going to have? You're going to have Nick Khan and Jamie and Vince. That's it. Nick Khan, Nick Jamie Khan, Vince, and, and Bruce Richard. I tell you what, you better start valuing Paul Heyman's word a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You better start paying them extra to write a couple shows. Because uh, yeah. somebody asked if Triple H leaves. <laughs> if they I, leave, matter of fact, if they leave, watch. You think WWE attendance is a, is dwindling now? Let the fans find out he's leaving. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody showing up for the shows. Nope. Uh-huh. I can't even watch the next thing now. <laughs> I, keep up with, I, I keep up with Solo Sokoa, and that's it. That's it. Until until Rock's kid debuts or they cut her, then 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 I'll come back to watch her. But right now, another one is Solo Sokoa, and um, that's that's about it. I was gonna say it's Solo Sokoa, and uh, it's for me it's Sokoa and um, uh, Steiner's boy, Mm. who they ruined already, in my opinion. Yeah. Having them they having them do Tommaso and and Braun Breaker that early as first few ruined him for me because now there's no there's no higher y'all yeah, there's, there's no way there's no way for him to go y'all ruined mm-hmm. the WrestleMania match fan yeah y'all could have worked that art for a year and it would have been great and it would have been great I was gonna say because he's a Steiner dude like he took yeah. that shit naturally like. Mm-hmm. Y'all ruined it. Y'all yeah, right. he's Rick Steiner's boy. Spitting his uncle it. is Scott. He's been suplexing kids all his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if he done pulled out a Frankensteiner here to here, you know, here or there. Mm-hmm. So I was I was gonna say if I had to pick somebody to cut, I'm going with Finn. Let him go. Oh right. yeah, yeah, get Finn out of there. Yeah, like Finn, it's it's not a disrespect to Finn at all. It's just because he'll be fucking great wherever he goes. I would do. Even 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 as Vince, I feel like that would be. Even Vince knows that's a dumb idea. Yeah, but if I'm Finn, I mean, like, listen, my release, 
I'm like, get out. Like, Dude, I'll, I'll just like you, you heart back on Sasha being Sasha. When's the last time Finn been Finn? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, like see, we, that, that was the magic. No, 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 damn that. When's the last? When's the last time Prince David been Prince David? I'm, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call him by his real name. Yeah. When's the last time Fogel been Fogel? Come on now. Yeah. But but you know what? That's that's the grace of uh, Triple H's NXT because I feel like he was at that point, and then they brought him to NXT, and then Triple H was like, "Yo, just be you." Yeah. All this bullshit they was doing to you up to just go out there and be you, man. Both times. I, I, Both I'm pretty sure he looked at him and was like, cool. Both yeah. times. Both no. times he was in He NXT. gave him the green light. Man, be you, bro. Be you. Mm-hmm. Go out and even there the and say se- what going to say. We'll work around it. Even the second time he was there, he was him more. Mm-hmm. He more was... He was a, a, another fan. question. Matter of fact, I'm gonna throw Shinsuke Nakamura in there because when's the last time Nakamura been Nakamura? Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't want this artist. We don't want the we don't want the guy playing with Rick Boogs. We don't want that shit. Like Rick no, Boogs is him too. Yeah. But see, here's the here's the thing about Nakamura. Do you, like as wrestling fans, do you know how excited we were when he won the Royal Rumble? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like that was an instant pop for me. That was the first time I'd ever been really excited for a World Rumble winner. Yeah. Because in the back of our mind, we're thinking we're getting AJ and Nakamura from Wrestle Kingdom part mm-hmm. two in WWE. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't the worst match, worst oh my god, I don't even want to talk about that WrestleMania. That WrestleMania. Match. <laughs> yeah. Like it just makes me angry thinking about it. Yeah. And then you turn him heel, and his heel run was terrible. Abysmal. And I popped for it too. I popped for that heel turn when he when he when he kicked AJ in the nuts. I was like, oh, it's on now. It's on now. Because Everything like, makes sense. To me, I I had never seen a heel Nakamura. I'm just like you, Stevie. I popped for it. I was just like, I never seen a heel Nakamura. Let's see how this is gonna work. Did nothing. Nothing. All we got out of that was a bullshit room with the tag titles and a bullshit room with the Intercontinental title. That was it. This man should have been world champion multiple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Um, you know what we should do? Uh, to end this off, uh, I like I think is a good idea to circle back to Duke's question from the ROH one. Now that we did one person we could release, um, what per what one person from the cuts would you sign? From any from any uh, or j- just from these cuts, right? Or any cuts? Yeah, in just general? from these cuts. Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would say either. I would say either Keith Lee or either Keith Lee or Karrion Cross. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say those two, and I'm gonna throw Shane Taylor in there as well. Mm. I mean, there's there, there's a few people that I would sign. Like I'd sign what? Keith Lee, I'd sign Cross, I'd sign I'd sign Lucha House Party just as singles people, though, not as a team. Yeah, right. I think they saved going back to AAA anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm NWA, I'm signing Cross and Scarlet. Um, if I'm Impact, 
I'm getting Keith Lee. Easy. Biggest name. Yeah. Um, if I'm AEW, I'll be honest with you. I might skip out on those names and just pick up Nia and uh, Ty Valkyrie. Yeah, Ty Valkyrie's another. Throw that women's division now that they have in a mid card yeah. title. And those are two humongous names to add to your roster. Because yeah. Ty Valkyrie can go in there with anybody. Mm-hmm. He was Tessa Blanchard before Tessa Blanchard was Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. Right. right. And She's Nia Jax versus Nyla Rose is a must. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's money. That's money written all over. You got to yes. do it. So, I, I'd say if they, if AEW did sign Nia Jax, the first pay per view throw, I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I ain't, I ain't, I don't necessarily get excited about too many women's matches, but if they're on the card against each other, I'm buying it. Yeah, I get it. I want to see it. it. I want to see it. And and you better put a title in there. You better, yeah. you better throw a title in it. I don't care if it's just for the fate. I don't care if it's just for the feud. And you have them lose it right out. I don't care. Just, just, just to add the importance to that. Like this is gonna be a moment when them two step in there. That crowd is gonna go crazy. Like yes, it's gonna be a moment. It's gonna be a moment, and it's also gonna get to the point where while they're when they're in the ring together and that crowd's going nuts, there's going to be silence. For at least a good two, three minute period on commentary. Mm-hmm. Straight silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because what can you say? Like, and they're going to have to do that crowd look because they're going to be losing their mind. You're not going to be able to start for a minute. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to be, I, I, I will put it on the same moment. It's going to be Rock and it's going to be Hogan at WrestleMania 19. Mm. It's going to be big. Right man. there, yeah. It's going to be big. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be Rock Hogan WrestleMania 19. Mm-hmm. The, the same way they stood in the ring is the same way they go. Nia Rosa and Ajax was gonna stand in the ring. Mm. Yeah. You know what I would do just to add, just to add to it. Um, I would have Nia Jax get somebody in her corner for that match alone because uh, Nyla Rose is gonna have uh, 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 Vicky Guerrero. It'd be cool to have um, a big woman in 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 Nia's corner as a, uh, as an equalizer. I would I would bring Kong back to manage her for that one match. Oh my God! Don't yeah. oh you fantasy booking, bro. Don't do I that. Am. I am, but it's possible. Yeah. I am, but it's possible. It is. It, it it definitely is. Especially if it's over there in AEW. Oh yeah, that's definitely possible. It's possible. Because I can see Kong going back there again. Because Kong was there when they first started. Yeah. Oh man, that would be fucking amazing. And Vince McMahon, he he will see that, and he gonna shake his head and said, "What have I done?" Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hand it over the keys. But that's the same thing you're doing yeah, if you I release Finn. To to uh, James's point, if you release Finn, that's basically giving up. Uh huh. <laughs> just just. Just take him out back and put him out of his misery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, listen, if, I, if, I, if I'm Vince and I release Finn and I see him turning up and I hear the pop of the crowd, I'm turning the TV off. I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to bed. I'm, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Especially depending on where he debut at. Like, let him debut it all out that same year. 
I'm turning the TV off. I'm going to bed. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this to myself. Or, or let him show up at like, you know, a Wrestle Kingdom like the fall, you know, the following year and mm. hear that crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to be like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Let, let I'm- Kenny... Let Kenny Omega versus JY end, and then Finn Balor come out at the end of the match. I'm trying to. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> and, and don't even let God and Bad Luck uh, Fale pop up with him. Don't don't because don't if they do, if they do, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be some broken TVs mm. and broken computers across America at, at that moment. I was gonna say here, I'm gonna go ape shit. I'm gonna rip my whole garage apart just going crazy if I see that. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching. Hey, I'm running up and down the block at block here. <laughs> I'm running up and down the block. I'm waking up neighbors. I don't care. Hey, hey I, I, I might I might pull a Forrest Gump. I might run, I might run over there to D and go say, Hey D, did you see that? I might run back to Philly and be like, Hey Steve, did you see that? <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm gonna Forrest Gump that hey. shit and I'm gonna run and tell everybody. That's a moment where you might have to call family members. You did you just see uh-huh. what happened? I'm gonna end up ripping this whole garage apart if I see that happen. I'm, I'm turning. I'm turning over wrestling figures, might, pop collection, everything. I might watch that first Raw and SmackDown to see what they do, and if they don't do nothing crazy, it's a wrap. Yeah, I'm never yeah. watching this again. <laughs> it's over. They've given up. Oh, Roman's out there doing a regular promo. Oh, it's over. <laughs> it's over. They yeah, Roman, Roman can only carry him so far. But right, if, yeah. if, his, if his promo don't even don't even hit on the level of stands, like yeah, they're done. They're, they're done. done. Mm-hmm. They're done. Vince, you better show up night one to be like, <laughs> and give me that, give me that old school. I've listened to the fans promo. <laughs> That that change in the product. First of all, if he do that, he better hope some fans be there. <laughs> yeah. Better hope nobody ripped up their ticket. <laughs> or they, or they give him the silent treatment throughout the whole promo. Not say nothing. Just don't believe uh-huh. in it no more. <laughs> We're changing <laughs> things up. Collect this collective grass. All you're gonna hear is bruh. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not. No, you're not. You ain't changing yeah. nothing, man. You ain't changing nothing. You ain't gonna do. <laughs> you ain't. You're gonna do some budget cuts. That's what you're gonna do. You gonna. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna fire tonight. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> this might be the last time I see him. <laughs> be in the parking lot waiting for people. Just, just sign this real quick. I don't know when I'm gonna see you next, so I might as well do it now. <laughs> you might not be here after tonight. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, but I think I think we had a good point, man. I think we had a good point to close it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, so D, you already know how it goes, man. Tell the people where they can find you, where they can link up with you, all that good stuff. Well, if you want the latest and greatest in wrestling and uh figure collecting, you can always come by my YouTube channel because I am on my road to 1K, D the Toy Hunter. You can also find me on uh, Instagram as D the Toy Hunter, and you can find me on Twitter. As be the toy hunter. Okay, definitely. Yeah, we definitely want to see you hit that 1K mark because that, that that's going to be exciting for the both of us. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right. So, guys, that was our episode. As always, D the toy hunter. Thank you for coming on, bro. This was a great Man, episode. I. You know what? I appreciate it. 
I mean, even, you know, this was, you know, kind of my idea, but to be on the podcast with you guys and to let out some frustration about, you know, everything that's going on in the wrestling world over the last week, it felt good. It felt real good. So I, I, you know, I, I can't thank you guys enough for having me on. Oh, man. No, like you said, this was your idea. You did bring this to us. So we were like, yeah, we, we can't do this and not have D on. So we, we had to bring you on for the show, bro. Yeah, man. We had to have you on. But as you guys know, thank you for tuning in. We're glad to have you. Without you guys, we wouldn't be here doing this. As always, stay up, stay blessed, and stay dangerous. Stay dangerous.